This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Thanks for joining along with us. We love having you on board, especially if you're listening on the Odyssey app or where you get your podcast. We're happy to have you on board. This is the first time you're listening. Hey, why don't you you know give us uh, some love? And give us some comments, even if you're bad, even if you hate us, even if you're like, ah, I don't like that Daryl Ryder. That Andy Baskin's a whiner. Forget about it. You want to comment? Knock yourself out. We'll listen. I just don't know if we'll implement your thoughts. Daryl, let's talk about the quarterback situation for your Cleveland Browns right now. Okay, set aside all the legalese that's going on with Deshaun Watson. Can they go into this season with the talent they have on this team with Jacoby Brissett as a starting quarterback for 17 games? If Deshaun Watson gets 17 games, I feel like I just had this conversation two weeks ago. Now we're right back there again. Yeah, we're back at it because there is a chance that Deshaun Watson may not be available when it might be Jacoby Brissett's show. And uh, certainly a lot of confidence in him. It was interesting listening to Anthony Walker uh, the other day. We had an opportunity to visit with him. Uh, he and Jacoby go back to their days with the Indianapolis Colts. And he, you know, talked about, Hey man, uh, things were going pretty well. Uh, you know, uh, in 2019, I think they were five and two, and then just a bunch of injuries happened and the whole season, you know, fell apart. They ended up, I, I think finishing seven and nine that year. But when you look at Jacoby Brissett's career, uh, Andy, I, I mean, goodness, you look at the guys that he has, um, you know, had to fill in for <laughs> over the years, right? I mean, Andrew Luck, he had to do that um, uh, a couple of times. Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo's on that list, Tua uh, last year, and now Deshaun Watson. Uh, but Walker has a lot of confidence in him. Um, asked if, because remember I had been saying this is the best roster that uh, Jacoby Brissett's had the opportunity to play with. Anthony Walker is team Daryl Ryder on that. He said, absolutely. Uh, I think this is the, the best group uh, and talent. My early impressions of Jacoby. Okay. Got a lot of Baker Mayfield in him. 
in the way he throws the football. Okay. Um, a lot of zip on it. Um, and I recognize we have, we haven't seen everything just yet, but it comes in hot and it comes in hot often. And there have been a couple of times where I, I look at it and I'm like, yeah, need a little touch on that. Need to take a little bit off the fastball on, on, on that throw. So, um, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know that if Jacoby Brissett would constitute an upgrade over Baker Mayfield, which right. This is the whole impetus of why we are in the position that we're in having the conversations we keep having over and over again is because they wanted to upgrade from Baker Mayfield. Um, and I just, I have not seen enough of Jacoby Brissett to fairly give uh, an, uh, a quality assessment of him. Um, but my early first impression is got a lot of zip on the football. Sometimes I think he needs to have some, some touch on it, but he seems to read the field pretty well, seems to get, get the ball out of his hand uh, rather quickly uh, when he needs to. But is his uh, success based on Kevin Stefanski now? Is that where we go yeah, with this? I, I think so. And and the guys around him making the plays for him, right? Um as opposed to leaning on like this you can lean on Deshaun Watson to create for you. You know what right. I'm saying? Yep. I don't know if you can lean on Jacoby Brissett to create for you. And again, I say that acknowledging I've not seen enough of the guy yet. I've seen some of his games uh over the years. Um, I, I've watched him at practice. I just, I don't have, I mean, I I've just heard great things about him kind of a as a, yeah, I, I've heard great things out of him as a teammate, but oh, Darryl, yeah. I, I'm, I, and I don't know. Was it you that was telling us the other day? Josh Rosen hasn't really seen many snaps. Is and if you're looking for Rosen to be the savior here, that's not going to happen either. Um, how do I say this nicely? He's a third string quarterback. He might not even be the third string quarterback. Okay, is he getting any reps? He got a. He's getting a couple of reps, and um, he had he has some catching up to do. I think that's a good way to put it. <laughs> is he emerging? That's what. Uh, when my kids came home from school in like second grade, they didn't. They were done giving out Fs. So if you weren't good in the in the society that wait, we wait, they don't give out Fs anymore. Uh, well, at their school, they didn't, but none of my kids had this anyway, so it wasn't that big a deal. But it, it, one of the it was not applicable. It to was them. like it was like advanced, uh, Excel, held to the normal standard, and then emerging, which was the old F. I don't know. I missed something. Yeah, and you can see it on the side of the report card. And so then, because we can't, you can't have an F. So you're I, emerging. I swear I'm sticking you're to emerging. sports. I'm going to stick to sports. I'm going to stick to. Sp- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's I what just, I'm saying. I, I, I've tried. To, I, 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 as you, as you talk about the new grading system in schools, I'm just, uh, okay, I'm just stick to sports. Okay. So should they go after Jimmy Garoppolo? Do they need to go out and try to get another quarterback? And I don't even know they have the assets to bring in another quarterback right now. Well, that's, that's kind of part of the problem here, right? I mean, You'd have to have give to somebody up. up. You'd have to give up Kareem Hunt. You'd have to give up. Let's see. I got to do the math. They have cap space. Kareem. So would would the would the 49ers take the 2025 first round pick? 
Can you trade it? Is there a Stepien rule in the NFL? Oh, there's no Stepien rule. The Rams don't pick for until in the first round until 2035. And I think the last time they picked in the first round, they played in St. Louis. Um, it was a joke. You were supposed to laugh. I am laughing internally. Tough room. It Tough is. room. And uh, it's always game day in hey. Cleveland. Hey, tip your waiter. Yeah. At least you're not throwing tomatoes at me. Well, 2025. <laughs> so you give up your 2025 and you're going to have to and give up a maybe some, maybe a second round pick. Or, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't I just, I don't know what the Browns have to offer the 49ers that would entice them. I think it's something that Andrew Barry should make a phone call about. But if he hasn't already, and does he have to wait for the decision? That's my question. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You have, you have to wait. And then guess what happens? The 49ers got you bent over the barrel because oh, they know you need a quarterback. Bingo. And by the way, and by the way, what would the list be coming from Kyle Shanahan to say, this is how you'll get him. I wonder Too if it'll be a 32 point PowerPoint presentation. It is. Jimmy, here's my 32-point PowerPoint presentation on how you can These get Jimmy Garoppolo. These are the Garoppolo. 32 things that need to happen for you to acquire Jimmy Garoppolo from the San Francisco 49ers uh, because these are the 32 things that are happening that want me to bleep out of here. Are we the only ones that are emotional about this whole situation? Just going back to the whole Emotional? Thing. I'm not emotional about it. Well, I mean, yeah, if you got a headache, you're emotional about it. You're drained, right? We're no, emotionally I, drained I, I, by I, this story. I have a physiological disorder in which I have a headache and need some Tylenol. Again, I <laughs> ask I've you. I've been given a headache by all of this. My friend. It's I, I, like, that's a, I, that's a, uh, That's a legit symptom that requires treatment. And by the way, I was trying again it's a rough room tonight i was trying to it tell is I, it is i'm just contemplating whether they you know sometimes when yeah. you get haircut they'll give you a scalp Christmas massage. vacation always puts me in a good mood and you know like i said i feel like clark griswold <laughs> holy bleep where's the tylenol because we're we're still talking about deshaun watson we're still talking about the quarterbacks we're i'm at, telling you man it's look kids big it, ben parliament groundhog day all over again where's bill murray <sighs> we and drove through parks on our way home we, we just drove through there by the way did you you know yeah. what I drove through during vacation? Hmm. Winter Haven, Florida. Oh, did you stop by Andy's and get a milkshake? I, I No, but uh, I was pointing out all the establishments to my parents that we used to hang out at. And, the Greenleaf, uh, if they're not uh, still under bankruptcy, which I still think <laughs> I get letters okay. from them. I got to say, the Chain Lakes Complex is looking great. Somebody's still mowing the grass and tending is, to Are the baseball field. fields there? I thought they were putting they are, in. They are still there. The stadium is still there. I don't know yeah. what – you know, remember the stadium was kind of set back there, but it's it's yeah. all still standing. I got to tell you, that – complex. I know we're t- supposed to be talking football here, but that complex in Winter Haven was so much more homey, so much more fan-friendly so much more um just likable likable compared to arizona it really is a dump it doesn't matter that it was a dump I like I, I mean it was just dump, it, and though. it seemed easier it to get really things done there dump. i don't know i liked it there i i mean is i i didn't like the the venue itself but i like the atmosphere yeah and you know when they moved out to arizona they it, it's a very sterile complex yeah, it's it very is. Well, and they, and they share it with Cincinnati. But, but you know, back back to the Browns and, and off of Daryl Ryder's vacation. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, much more fun than talking about Deshaun Watson and the Browns. Um, I, I just I, – I think that if the league comes back and 
full year, indefinite, whatever, then yeah, I, I think Andrew Barry needs to place a phone call to San Francisco. And again, that, that's nothing. I hear nothing but, just like you were talking about earlier, Andy, I hear nothing but amazing things about Jacoby Brissett, both as a person, uh, as, as a locker room guy, a leader, uh, you know, football player, a lot of belief in him. So may so while you and I sit here and say, yeah, they should absolutely call the 49ers and see if Jimmy G will come here, assuming that Kyle Shanahan doesn't break off 32 reasons why he's not trading him to the Cleveland Browns. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that the Browns really do believe that Jogi, Jacoby Brissett can make it happen. But you and I have been around the Browns long enough to know when the Titanic hits the iceberg, the boat is sinking. And that what happens behind Jacoby Brissett? There's a reason they're not on the board in Vegas right now, Daryl. Uh, yeah, I so it this is a very complex situation just from a football standpoint for Andrew Barry. Now, yeah. again, very clear, I feel zero sympathy for Andrew Barry. This is what he signed the Browns up for. So, tough cookies, Andrew. I love you professionally, nothing personal, but you're the one that brought you know, brought this guy here and and put the Browns in this position as the GM with some help I'm sure from ownership yeah. signing off on it. So well, had to. I mean they wanted to pay for it. So. Right. I, I mean so in that regard I don't feel bad for Barry or the Browns. But I, from a football standpoint, you look at the situation, yeah, I can I get those that want to sympathize with them with the you know being stuck between a rock and a hard place here. But uh, what did Boris Johnson say? Them's the breaks. Yeah. <laughs> right? All right, Daryl. So next time you want to talk about some football? I don't know if we can. How quick All is this right, thing going to happen? So. How quick is this thing going to happen? Do we know? Uh, I, I don't know. I would think the it, appeal it, process it, is going to happen. I mean. It says it's supposed to be expedited. Yeah. I'll say this. I'll give you a couple quick training camp bullet points. Okay, do that. Do that. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm intrigued. Go ahead. Great news. Amari Cooper back to practice on Wednesday. Good. Just missed a day. Kevin Stefanski, once again, true to his word, said he was going to be back soon. I would absolutely consider that being back soon. Michael Woods, the second. Dude makes a play every day in, in training camp. Mm-hmm. He's off to a great, great start. Sixth-round pick. Really like what I've seen out of him. Positive. Where is he on the depth chart, then? Well. Two, three? Uh, no. He's still on the back end, but he's made a very good, impre- favorable impression here. Okay. Um. A.J. Green right now is my favorite player to watch on defense. All right, I like it. Every day, dude makes a play. Uh, On Wednesday, he made a couple of plays. Now, I try not to get too excited about the seven-on-seven and stuff. I I really – it's the 11-on-11 that I really, really pay a lot of attention to because that's the closest thing to true game football is you're going to get, even when they're not in uh, the pads all the time. But he makes plays – every single day, Andy, in 11-on-11. And I think he could be a player to watch, uh, not only through the duration of camp, but this upcoming season. He's having a very, very good start. So there are a couple of actual football nuggets for you. Well, maybe we'll have something decided before the first preseason game of the year. How's that sound? Fair? We can only hope and pray. I hope so. But I'm telling you, I don't think this is done even after the NFL uh, delivers their ruling, I I really do believe that 
the NFLPA on behalf of Deshaun Watson is going to want to slow the NFL's role here. And uh, this is going to end up in federal court. That's just my prediction. Yeah. I just, I mean, it just seems to me like it's a waste of money going to federal court when you just have a federal. I I don't disagree with you, but even Sue Robinson in her uh, findings said in a, in a, very casual way. Hey, you guys don't, while this is an unprecedented type of a situation, you guys don't have the policies in place for it. And I am going that could on come back to bite the NFL a hundred percent. And, and she even put in there that the players have the right to know the punishment before committing the crime. I'm paraphrasing, but that's, right. essentially, that's essentially what she wrote. So if that- they come up with another random suspension, they're opening themselves up for more litigation. Right. And, and uh, now, I mean, you could have a judge rule that the CBA is not, or is unlawful. Right. I mean, that's kind of what you're talking about. No, that the, section. No, I don't think this goes well, to the CBA. This goes to the policy. That, well, well, that, that policy is part of the CBA the, though. Well, but what I'm saying, I'm saying the league asking for this severe punishment hasn't been outlined in the policy therefore you know you guys need to make it a policy before you just start arbitrarily handing down these you know this kind of discipline especially well, doesn't, doesn't that undefined discipline your owners well that's yep and and, and, and then keep that in mind now it, and she brought remember, that up too right she said remember you're not what i said earlier in the yeah. podcast about the procedures here the findings cannot be appealed however any evidence presented in the record during the hearing is all fair game for the appeal. And guess what was brought up during the hearing, Andy? I know, but you can tell us again. The NFLPA brought up the fact that there is a disparity in discipline between the players and NFL owners. And everybody, including owners, are supposed to be uh, under the same conduct policy and uh, guidelines and disciplinary uh, standards. That's about the only way I think Roger Goodell puts his foot on the brake. And just, I mean, because there was a part of me today that said, all right, well, maybe they want the appeal because there was no monetary value assigned to this. Correct. And that maybe not that, I like, like if they come back and say 10 million plus or wherever they are there in two more games, I yep. think they should just run with it and say goodnight. Hundred percent. Well, again, I'm I am I am Team NFLPA on this all the way. I think that uh, I think that he should get the six games. Uh, do I feel like that's requisite for uh, uh, what she found? No, but again, those have been your policies. So if you want more stringent discipline, then you absolutely need to lay that out to the players in policy beforehand. All righty. It's always game day in Cleveland. Those dings mean it's time to go, don't they, Daryl? I think that was the doorbell. Time to say goodbye. I'm sure we'll have some other movement in this Deshaun Watson case, and when that happens, we will have another emergency podcast. But we're glad you're on board with us. We appreciate you listening. Daryl, final thought. My Tylenol is ready. Kids, Big Ben Parliament. Thanks for listening to It's Always Game Day in Cleveland, produced by the outstanding and amazing Meredith Kane. Thank you, Meredith. We always appreciate you. Um, If you like what you're listening to, please subscribe to the podcast. Give us stars. Give us some feedback, whatever you need. 
But most importantly, please subscribe. And if you want to be involved in the show, all you have to do is hit us up at Game Day CLE. That's on Twitter and on Instagram. It's always Game Day in Cleveland.